Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to Hardline. This is Kevin Hardwick. I uh, wanted to start the show with a little bit of sad news. Uh, after we signed off last Sunday, a few hours after we signed off, my uh, father-in-law, John Mariano, uh, passed away in uh, Norwich, New York. Fortunately, my wife, Debbie, was uh, was there with him in the nursing home. Uh, this is all by way of saying it was uh, it was a heck of a week. We had uh, the wake in Norwich, New York, halfway between Binghamton and Utica on Thursday, funeral on Friday. So I've been a little bit out of the loop, and I started uh, started looking at my Twitter feed and the news, and I see that uh, during this week I picked the week that uh, Albany exploded. Uh, it was a it was a crazy week. You had uh, Andrew Cuomo apparently throwing Kathy Hochul under the bus. You had Nate McMurray kind of confused. As to what his role in the uh, congressional campaign was, uh, given the fact that they were trying to slide Hochul into that. Of course, you have a lot of people on the sidelines wondering what's going on. We're going to try to sort through all this uh, in the course of uh, the next couple hours. Uh, half an hour from now, I'll be joined live in studio by Capitol Tonight's uh, and Spectrum News' uh, uh, correspondent, Ryan Whalen. Uh, Ryan was on a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's going to help me break this down. Uh, in an hour from now, at the, during the 11 o'clock hour, I'll be joined live in studio by a couple of minor party representatives who have a role in all this. Erie County Conservative Chair Ralph Larigo will be here, as well as will Jesse Lenny. Jesse is a an upstate organizer for the Working Families Party, whose fault this probably all is, because they had a convention a week or so ago, and uh, they endorsed Cynthia Nixon for governor, which apparently set uh, set this whole string of uh, dominoes in motion. Anyway, uh, perhaps you've heard there's a special election uh, to fill Mickey Kern's old assembly seat uh, coming up this Tuesday. That's uh, April 24th. If you're in Mickey Kearns's old district, you're eligible, eligible to vote for this. Uh, there are a couple of candidates. Uh, one is uh, one of my colleagues in the Erie County Legislature, Pat Burke, the Democrat. Uh, we have another Democrat, Eric Bowen, who is also running, but he's running with the endorsement of the Republican Party. And we open up the show with a with a call to him. Eric, welcome to the program. Kevin, how are you? I'm I'm well, thank you. Eric, uh, let me let me I, I guess start with the obvious question: What uh, possessed you to run for this seat? Um, well, Kevin, a major priority in my personal and professional life has always been to help others um, in the classroom and the community. Um, my intention of running represents. Um, is to represent people, and it's based on all the experience I've gained through service. Why Why should people who are listening to our program who live in Mickey Kearns' old district vote for you on Tuesday? Well, I have been a teacher for 13 years, and I have had firsthand experience with students and families. I've been in their homes. I've tutored them. I've done a lot of charitable work in the community, um, particularly in our neighborhood of South Buffalo. Um, a lot of things at Mount Mercy Academy and Bishop Timon High School. I helped start the Ryan Purcell Foundation, where we benefit, once again, our students and families, and I'm very proud of what I've done. If you're a little bit late tuning in this morning, I'm speaking now with Eric Bowen. Eric is a candidate endorsed by the Republican Party uh, in the special election for Mickey Kern's old assembly seat, which will be held this Tuesday. Um, Eric, now you are a registered Democrat, correct, and you're running as a Republican? Yes. How did, how did that all come about? Well, I went in front of the Democratic uh, Committee, and they, they chose not to go with me. 
And I have had some experience working with uh, people of all parties, and the Republicans reached out to me, and I am able to work with them. I'm able to work with the um, Independent Party. I'm able to work with Democrats. I'm able to work with everybody. Uh, and they gave me their line, as, as well as the Conservative Party and the Independence Party. If, if you're fortunate enough to get elected this Tuesday, with whom will you conference once, once in Albany? Will you be with the Republicans? Clear. I will conference with the Democrats. With the Democrats. Okay. And the Republicans are okay with that? Let's, I'm very independent, and um, I'm going to put the needs of the people in this district mm-hmm. I would like to talk to all the constituents before I make a decision. Um, I'm not bought and sold through the Democratic Party. Now, now, if if you are not fortunate and if you lose on Tuesday, uh, in about six weeks or so, the petitions will hit the street for the regular election, which is this November. Uh, if you lose on Tuesday, will you run in November? Have you made that decision? I haven't made that decision. I have to analyze um, after after Tuesday. I see. I see. Well, well, let me let me uh, let me run down quickly, if you wouldn't mind, uh, your position on some issues that are important to a lot of people. Some so-called hot button issues. Uh, start with uh, start with uh, one that's on a lot of people's minds: uh, abortion. Where do you stand on abortion? I am a uh, pro-life candidate. Oh. Um, I I was born and raised in the Catholic Church, and. 110% pro-life. So you would not favor Governor Cuomo's uh, uh, position or his, his, his bill to uh, codify Roe versus Wade? Absolutely not. Okay. How about gun control? Uh, do you think we have enough gun control in New York State, not enough, or are you happy where we are? I, I support the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Okay. Um, you know, uh, the governor came out with a proposal, or he didn't come out with a proposal, he came out with an executive order this past week allowing parolees to vote in New York State elections. Uh, is that something you would like to repeal with legislation, or, or, or do you think that the, it's a good executive order? I do not believe in that. I believe that is a political uh, maneuver. Um, 35,000 parolees will be on, uh, the, on the voting block, and I think that is just for political gain for the governor. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk next about uh, uh, marijuana. Uh, marijuana, currently we have medical uh, marijuana legalized in New York State. That was a big battle a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. There are people calling, a lot of people, in fact, calling for the um, legalization of rec- marijuana for recreational use, such as some other states have done. Where where are you on that? So regarding the marijuana issue, I, I just support right now the study, and let's see what the study proves um, for that to come out. Okay, so you want to wait and see what what that is. Now, uh, there's also a bill uh, uh, floating around in Albany that uh, a lot of news outlets have picked up on this week involving driver's licenses for illegal immigrants. This is similar to something Governor Spitzer, when he was governor, floated uh, back in 2007. Um, Have you given any thought to this? I am against that as well. Okay. I'm, I'm against that. You should be a legal citizen to get a driver's license in new york state let, let, let me let me ask you uh finally before we have to go to a break um how are this is your first time running for public office it is how how has that experience been how has the campaign been going um it's been a little hairy um you know seeing flyers with my my face wrinkled and altered and um Kind of implying that I'm a racist Trumpster is, is a little different, but um, 
if people that the people that truly know me know that this is crazy, um, especially that my own union is continuing to attack me. And instead of them being so focused on Carl Paladino, they should be focused on my priorities that support students and families. Now, now that union would be NYSET. You're a member of NYSET? I am, I am a dues payment member of NYSET. I get their mailers every single day. Um, the, the, the latest one, it said that we need to stand together for Westchester values. They can't even get our neighborhood straight in which we are representing. Uh, that was that was someone. Someone. I, I tell my students to proofread all their work, and in fact, I sent out a tweet this morning that I didn't proofread before I sent it, and county executive picked up on it. That's that's very embarrassing. Um, so, is it? I mean, has the has the the campaign been eye opening for you? Uh, um, um, Teachers should be outraged by the money that is being spent on these mailers, um, and they can't even get the mailers right. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that said um, we need. A politician in Washington fighting for us. Uh, I think that that should have sent Albany. Yeah. Uh, that was another nice at mailer, I assume. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you, uh, uh, 30 seconds to sum up your candidacy because we do have to go to a break. And after the break, I'll be talking to your opponent, Pat Burke. So what would you like, uh, what would you like the, uh, voters of the 142nd, uh, assembly district to know on Tuesday as they go into the, the voting booths? I would like them to know that they will have an independent candidate going into the assembly, and I am a certified teacher, and it would, I think it would be so awesome to have a actual certified teacher sitting on an education committee in Albany. That does not happen often, and there, that is why I'm going to Albany to there, for students and fight for, the, fight for their families. Very good. Eric, thank you for your time, and uh, and, and good luck uh, to you and to Pat on uh, on Tuesday. That was Eric Bowen, candidate for the 142nd Assembly District special election to fill the seat vacated by Mickey Kearns when he became our county clerk. In a moment, I'll be talking to Pat Burke, his uh, Democratic opponent. Uh, in the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to Hardline. This is Kevin Hardwick on Tuesday, this Tuesday, April 24th, the Residents of the one or the 142nd Assembly District—that's uh, Mickey Kern's old Assembly District—will be voting for someone to replace him for the rest of the year to fill out the unexpired term. Uh, before the break, we talked to uh, the Republican-endorsed candidate Eric Bowen. Uh, I had my producer extraordinaire Joe Beamer, uh, who, when he's not calculating the Mets' magic number to clinch the NL East, uh, was timing uh, 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 Eric uh, in the first segment, and it ran about, he said, seven and a half minutes from the time he first spoke. Uh, I've got on the line Pat Burke, uh, the Democrat candidate and one of my colleagues in the Erie County Legislature currently, uh, and we'll give him about the same amount of time, and, and Joe was fantastic at moving commercials around in that. Joe Beamer, and I have to give him all the credit in the world. Uh, so now let's uh, let's call up Pat Burke. Pat, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? I'm, I'm well. Listen, uh, uh, why are you running for this seat? Are you not happy being my colleague in the Erie County Legislature? It's all your fault, Kevin. I know, it's always my fault. Uh, no, I love what I do, and as you know, you know, um, you probably know just as much as maybe as much as anyone else. I have, you know, a lot of passion for for public service and pushing forward good policies that I believe will help people. Um, and this is an opportunity to do that at a at a higher level, impact uh, more people, and hopefully hopefully push some initiatives that um, you know I tried to do in the Erie County Legislature, but were always preempted by 
uh, state government. It gives me an opportunity uh, to push those initi- initiatives at a higher level. You know, many of the things that I've been known for, you know, like the microbeads bill, um, even like the conversion therapy bill, those are really, you know, what most people talk to me about. They were state initiatives that just kept, you know, didn't have the, the you know, political push behind them. Um, so we did it, you know, I was able to, you know, with the help of people like you, uh, I was able to get that done uh, on the county level, and it had a, a great impact. But but I think there there are great opportunities to to do more good for the people of our community uh, if I'm in the New York State Assembly. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Pat Burke. Pat is a uh, Democrat running for the 142nd Assembly District Special Election this coming Tuesday. Uh, Pat, why should uh, voters in uh, in in South Buffalo, West Seneca, Orchard Park, and other parts of the 142nd district vote for you on tuesday well i think people have seen what i've done and i, and I think i've uh, in a the crazy world of politics i've displayed uh, integrity and and uh you know loyalty to my constituents and to my friends um and, and they already know me you know they you know the, the job of assembly uh being an assembly person you know a lot of people out there they might not necessarily know what the day-to-day activities of those are similar to a lot of folks who support people, you know, you and me, uh, don't really know what the day-to-day activities of a county legislator are, but uh, you know, they might know who the person is. You know, I'm going to go into to the the assembly the same way I have as a legislator, and that's I'm going to go in there every day uh, with honesty and, and courage. So, um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be there. I'm going to be I'm going to be direct with people. And I'm going to be direct with people who are in power, um, and and make sure they know that that. My priority is always to to helping people, uh, helping people like me. You know, I didn't come from uh, you know a you know a wealthy background. Nobody paved the way for me. Everything I've ever gotten in my life, I've worked for, and uh, I want to I want to help people who who came up the way I did. Pat, as you know, uh, this uh, election on Tuesday is to fill the unexpired uh, uh, term for Mickey Kearns, and that only runs through December 31st. There is going to be a new election, regardless of the outcome of this one, in November. The petitions for that hit the street for for candidates, Republican, Democrat, whatever, uh, the first week of June. If you should lose this election, uh, do you plan on running in November? Yeah, it's my intention to run. Uh, either way, uh, the special election, you know, it's important to get someone into that seat right away to uh, represent the people of, of the 142nd district. Um, but there's another election for the, the full term uh, coming right on its heels. Mm-hmm. And it's my intention to, to run uh, regardless of whether I'm successful or not in the special Got that. Let me, let me run down some hot-button issues, uh, your position on them so the folks know. Same ones I talked to Eric about uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, first one, abortion. Uh, personally pro-life, but, you know, my position has been and always has been uh, that you reduce the abortion rate through access to contraception, education, and uplifting people out of poverty. You know, uh, you know, abortion's always been uh, uh, a major issue. You know, grew up Irish Catholic in South Buffalo. Uh, I don't know if you, re- if you remember this, but when I was growing up, there was a guy trying to do the Arch of Triumph, that attorney, uh, and I was really into that at the time. But as I, as I get older and as a policymaker, um, and I look for you know other areas, even Ireland for a time had a higher abortion rate than the United States, and it's illegal there. So for me, if you really care about um, you know protecting life, it's about you know increasing access to contraception, uplifting people out of poverty, and educating so, them. So is it fair to say you're the pro-choice, personally pro-life, but but you're pro-choice on abortion? Uh, yes. 
Okay. Uh, gun control. Do we need more gun control? Are we happy where we are, or do we need less? Oh, I think there there certainly needs to be, uh, you know, improvements to it. Uh, I think there are problems with the SAFE Act. I certainly think there, there are issues with the Hippocratic Oath part of it, and also, uh, you know, gun capacity. But, uh, you know, as a gun owner, uh, you know, I support the Second Amendment, but also I think reasonable gun control measures uh, need to be put in place, you know, pump stocks. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. I've never actually fired an AR-15, so I'm curious to do that. I want to do that just so I have an experience. I, I, I know someone who would who would be willing to teach you. I had him, had him here a week ago. Listen, uh, moving on, uh, uh, recreational marijuana. Yeah, I think there's too, there's too many people in prison for for uh, the casual use of marijuana. Uh, you know, I'm of I'm of the belief that government should stay out of people people's lives if what they're doing isn't hurting others. Um, so the idea that people are are thrown in prison, costing tax taxpayers tons of money, it's also costing uh, you know it's costing us money because we're not able to to, to tax uh, you know marijuana as a product. Uh, yes, I, 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 I'm, I'm supportive of that. Sure. Speaking of people in prison, people coming out of prison, parolee voting, the governor uh, signed an executive order this week. Yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I think, uh, I think people should serve their full sentence before, you know, I think folks should certainly, um, you know, after their, after their, their off parole, I'm certainly supportive of, of them getting uh, voting rights. I think once you, you know, you know, you do your, 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 uh, your 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 time and punishment and 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 you know you become a member full mm-hmm. member of society again then you should have your voting rights but all right. before then all right one one uh, let me see one more uh, uh, there's a there's a bill floating around in Albany to give uh, drivers licenses to illegal immigrants similar to what Governor Spitzer wanted to do back in 2007. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm a supportive of a path to citizenship. I'm not supportive of just uh, that, people up and throwing them out of the country, but. Uh, Again, there has to be a legal and functional way to do it. Got about half a minute left before I have to toss it over to Alan Harris in the news. Uh, how's the campaign going? Are you satisfied with the conduct of the campaign? Uh, I mean, no, but I don't know if anyone ever is. You get through, you get into a campaign and, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, dirty tactics, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating. But I, I, I've been a legislator for four years, so, uh, you know, I, I, I expect that going into it. And you just keep powering through it. You put the blinders on. You go talk to voters and all the other stuff. I'm not going to whine and complain about. It. I'm just going to keep moving on and trying to focus on, on you know. Okay, Pat. Thank you. Thank you for your time and good luck to you and good luck to Eric on Tuesday. Nice talking to you. All right. Uh, it's uh, it's top of the hour. We have to throw it over to Alan Harris, who's standing by in the news booth. Uh, in the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And, and welcome back to Hardline. This is uh, Kevin Hardwick. Hey, uh, uh, in a in a moment, I'll be introducing uh, Capital Tonight uh, Spectre News reporter Ryan Whalen, who's uh, sitting next to me in studio now. But before I do that, if uh, listen, if you're ever interested in what's going to be on the show, or you have any comments about the uh, questions we should be asking or whatever, you can always tweet at me. Uh, I am, uh, even though I'm an old guy, I'm on Twitter. Uh, handle is at Kevin Hardwick, uh, just my my name at Kevin Hardwick. Uh, so feel free to do that. But I am joined now in studio by uh, Ryan Whalen. In half an hour, I'll be joined by Ralph Larigo, the Erie County Conservative Party chairman, along with Working Families Party Upstate organizer Jesse Lenny, and we'll get to the bottom of a lot of what's going on in Albany this week. But before then, uh, Ryan, help me uh, wrap up the, the first half hour when I talk to the two candidates 
for the New York State Assembly seat that's open, uh, the 142nd Street, uh, 142nd District seat, which is open, uh, Mickey Kearns' old seat. I talked first half hour to Eric Bowen, the, uh, a Republican candidate and to, uh, Pat Burke, the, uh, 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 Democratic candidate. Uh, does that, uh, there are three special elections on Tuesday. Certainly that's the least significant because it is the assembly, the other two are the Senate. But is there any interest in this race around the state? I mean, there's enough interest around the state that you're getting the, uh, mailers that you and Eric and, and Pat talked a little bit about from NYSA and NYSA connected PACs mostly. Um, and they're taking an interest in it, and but why not? Like you said, there's three special elections. They got the yeah. time. It, if you're to believe Eric here, the uh, they may not even be paying that much attention when they're cutting and pasting on the template. It is well, I, I you know, the, it, it's uh, Nick uh, Langworthy, uh, Republican chair, went on a Twitter storm last night, tweeting out copies of the the nice. Uh, 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 pieces that landed, and yeah, it, it, there were some problems. They they didn't do their proofreading the way they should have. And and to me, this it's one of the most interesting things about this race is that that Bowen is a member of NISA and a member of BTF, and, and really getting getting hit by the state uh, union pretty pretty regularly during this campaign. How do you how, what do you hear about this? I mean, you know, you talk to a lot of the same people I do. I've heard two versions, one that Burke has it in the bag and the other that it's 50-50. I would not feel confident making a prediction in this race because you and I both know that turnout in in special elections is very low and we both know that this assembly district is very parochial. Um South Buffalo it really could be who is well, well, Eric which Bo- family Eric Bowen friends is, came sure. out more. Eric Bowen is trying to do the Mickey Kearns thing, a Democrat running as a Republican and, and wins against the Democratic establishment. Right. And and he received the endorsement from Mickey, which I thought was very relevant in this race, because uh, until that point, Pat had been ranking up all of the endorsements that Eric probably would have liked to got get like, from the Got like every the, union in the world, yeah. with the exception of maybe, uh, where did the iron workers go on this? Because Eric's I believe da- family the, was... I believe there were there. Eric. His, uh, his, his, his campaign office is in the iron workers. All right, yeah. all right. Because his, his father is uh, is is big in the iron yeah, workers, I, I, or I, was? I, I don't know all the history okay. of his father, but I believe he was he was the leader for a very long well, time. Well, well listen, let's, let's move on to what uh, happened in Albany... This week, and and in Buffalo, while I was uh, at my uh, father-in-law's funeral in Norwich, New York, and that is that uh, apparently uh, uh, Mario uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, did some uh, pretty gutsy stuff uh, while he was here in Buffalo. I mean, it all goes back, doesn't it, to last week's Working Families Party convention? Sure. Yep. Uh, not convention, but their their conference here where they endorsed Cynthia Nixon. Sure. Around this uh, time last weekend, I believe everybody was making calls to Nate McMurray asking him if he really wanted to be running for Congress right now. Um, uh, he, a lot of people have made, I don't know if I can specifically make the leap, that when the Working Families Party earlier in that weekend uh, endorsed Cynthia Nixon for governor and Jumani Williams for lieutenant governor, the governor's office, uh, you know, they certainly weren't happy about it, and they might have been a little bit worried about it. So, so they, so apparently they decided to throw Kathy Hochul under the bus and Nate McMurray along with her. Well, there have been whispers for a long time that the governor might be looking for a different lieutenant governor on his ticket. Um, 
because he'd like to f- bring something different to the campaign this time. He doesn't. When Kathy Hochul replaced Bob Duffy on the ticket four or was it four years ago now? Um, you know, she offered to get that Erie County Buffalo that yeah. that the that the governor struggled with when he ran against Carl Palladino. I think that this, the general sense is the governor doesn't need Kathy Hochul for Buffalo anymore. He needs someone for New York City. I'm I'm hoping, yeah, because he's got to run to his left because he's got the Working Families Party pulling him to the left, right? Uh, and Kathy Hochul isn't is, is too conservative. She's not liberal enough for for his base, his Democratic base there. That it, you could you could you could go that way. Um, you know, I don't know. If it's, I, I don't know I, if it's right did. or not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's right or not because because that whole administration has pulled to the left a little bit. But there certainly could still be the here's, sense. Here's uh, by, by the way, if you're just tuning in, I'm I'm uh, talking to um, Ryan Whalen. Ryan is uh, uh, with Spectrum News Buffalo. He's also the correspondent from Western New York on Capitol tonight with Liz Benjamin, which is one of the reasons to keep Spectrum if you're thinking of dropping it, as as I have toyed with. I mean, it's just it's just great programming. Uh, Ryan, I'm, I hope in the not too distant future to have Nick Langworthy. And uh, the Republican chair of Erie County and, and Democrat Jeremy Zellner in studio and talk to them. I'm wondering about Zellner's world now. It's got to be a little bit crazy. I mean, he's 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 cleared the field for Nate McMurray to run against Chris Collins for Congress. He's a big uh, Hochul for Lieutenant Governor backer, and the governor comes in here apparently while I I was back in Norwich attending to, to family matters with my wife's uh, uh, father uh, passing away. Um, he comes in and he, he kind of just drops a bombshell. Yes. Let me, let me start by saying I've not talked much with Jeremy Zellner personally in the time that this has happened. I've reached out to them a couple of times, but haven't gotten much. But he has been a big Nate McMurray guy. He cleared the field, right? He has been, um, pretty steadfast and open in his support for Nate McMurray for Congress. To run against Chris Collins. And for Kathy Hochul as Lieutenant Governor. Which is interesting because it, it, he's not openly going against the governor's and, office, but he. But the but they, governor they've comes stayed, into yeah. his backyard and says, "Hey, you know, Kathy would make a good congressional candidate." Sure, that's got to drive Jeremy crazy. Now, did ultimately though the governor maybe end up helping out Nate McMurray because uh, the governor came in after the declination period and talked up Kathy Hochul, uh, and. I think a lot of Democrats in this area felt a little angry for Nate McMurray. He, it certainly brought his profile up, this yeah. whole thing. So, I, you know, it, you could say it, the that happens when you get thrown campaign, under the bus. But at the I same mean, he was time, thrown under the bus in good company, with good company. I mean, yeah. Kathy Hochul was thrown under the same bus. Listen, um, we're going to pick up on this after the break, and certainly we're going to want to talk at length about this with our guests who are joining us at the top of the hour. That would be Working Families Party uh, Upstate Organizer, and it, it's all their fault. They started all this. Working Families Upstate uh, uh, Organizer Jesse Lenny, as well as Erie County Conservative Party Chair Ralph Larigo. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll spend one more segment after this break with Ryan Whalen of uh, Capital Tonight, Spectrum News. Uh, and uh, we'll invite a few, maybe we can squeeze in a few phone calls before the top of the hour. If you want to get on board, if you have a comment or a question for Ryan or myself, give us a call at 803-0930, 803-0930. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. 
And welcome back to Hardline. Kevin Hardwick here sitting with Ryan Whalen of Spectrum News and Capital Tonight. Uh, in a few minutes uh, after the top of the hour news with Alan Harris, we'll be joined live in studio by Erie County Conservative Chair Ralph Larigo, also Jesse Lenny. Jesse is an upstate organizer for the Working Families Party. Before we go to the phones, and again, if you want to get in line, uh, there is a line available, 803-0930 is the number. Uh, uh, Ryan, before we go to the phones, uh, the uh, uh, parolee voting executive order this week from Governor Cuomo, what was that all about? Well, there's a lot of uh, speculation, at least, that this would be directly uh in reaction to the campaign he's getting from Cynthia Nixon for the Democratic primary, that this is a move uh, further to the left, Kevin. Who would have thought that Cynthia Nixon could create all this buzz and all this movement in New York state politics? Maybe you would have, because you cover this thing. That's your job, right? I wasn't sure that that she would, but, uh, you, you know, she... In, in the same way, really, that Zephyr Teachout did is, is pushing the governor to the left a little bit. She just is starting earlier than Teachout did. Because um, remember, Teachout got into that primary late four years ago. This, this all benefits the Republicans, and specifically Mark Molinaro, who seems to be the, the chosen one, yes? Uh, it's, does it benefit the Republicans if the governor is moving more to the left? Uh I don't know. How many conservative votes was the governor getting this year anyway? <laughs> good point. Good point. Hey, let's uh, let's go to the phones. Let's uh, bring in Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome to the program. Uh, good uh, morning, gentlemen. Um, I have a question for the uh, for the gentleman with the news service. Uh, I listened to uh, Mark Polencars, and he is my Erie County legislator. And He's the Erie County executive. I mean, uh, well, the Erie County executive is what I want to talk about, but I listened to uh, I mean, I listened to Patrick Burke. Oh, Pat Burke. Okay, you had yeah. the name wrong. Later, and found it difficult to talk with his office. But uh, uh, Mark Polencar's joined the Paris Accords uh, to save the children because of the amount of uh, CPS workers, and he's been uh, worried about uh, global warming. But yet, we've seen the zero-degree temperatures, the cyclone bomb, the four northeasterns, the ice storm last week, uh, the Little Rock when it left, uh, there was no ice, and yet uh, it had to. Uh, Back in Toronto because it couldn't escape the sort the St. Lawrence Seaway. Okay, okay, Bob, do you have a question about New York State politics? Yes, uh, uh, I see this coming uh, to uh, uh, to uh, to the state as well. Uh, uh, as you heard, uh, the my Erie County legislators say he wants to take it to a larger level uh, to affect more people. Have our politicians uh, lost touch uh, with the people, or shall I say reality, uh, when you talk about things of this nature? All right, Bob, thank you for putting that on the table. We'll cut you loose, and uh, Ryan and I will talk about that. Politicians losing uh, touch with reality. Um, it's uh, well, that's a that's a good question. How, Here, how long have you been uh, teaching political science <laughs> at Canisius, Kevin? Well, I'll I'll tell you. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's too, uh, not long enough. Anyway, but that question's been around. No, the entire it has time, been. Right? You're right. Yeah. It has been around. I mean, it, it's it's always the allegation. And and I'll tell you, you when when you're a politician, when you're an elected government leader, it's tough not to lose touch with the people from time to time. Uh, that's why regular elections are good. Uh, they bring you back to earth. You have to go out and ask people for their votes. And to do so, you have to, in many of our cases, knock on their doors and, and, and hear them. Correct. And, and I don't know if Bob lives in the, in the assembly district. He said that, that Pat was his legislator, but yes. you know, if he does, he's got the option to go out and 
vote for whether, you know, he liked the way his legislator did his job or not. Yeah, you know, uh, I brought it up when I was talking to the candidates uh, last half hour. I mean, there's a case where there's uh, April 24th, this Tuesday, is the election in the 142nd Assembly District, Mickey Kearns' old district. So those candidates are going to run, and they've been running campaigns, and there have been mailers, and we've talked about all that. Then whoever wins, they only serve until December 31st. Because in November, there's another election for a full two-year term. This this term that we're voting on, or people are voting on on Tuesday, is only to fill the unexpired term, which ends December 31st. So they've got to turn around, and the, the process starts with getting petitions to get on the ballot. Those typically come out the first week of June, around June 5th, June 6th, whatever that Tuesday is this year. So, you know, whoever wins, whoever loses, you're on, you know, you're back to another campaign. The only difference is this time there will be a primary because this was a special election. The party bigwigs said, you're our candidate, you're our candidate. You didn't have a chance to challenge that. And, and regardless of who wins, it could be Bowen and Burke back there in the fall. It, it could well it, be. It could be Bowen challenging Burke in the, in the Democratic, Democratic primary, primary instead. Certainly. But, yeah. uh, it, is, it is interesting. Let's, uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's bring in Chris in Chictawaga. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I just wanted to ask if you thought there was any chance in New York uh, to do what they're trying to do in California right now with regards to splitting the state up because of the extreme political differences within the state. That, that that's a Chris. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the question. We're gonna we're gonna cut you loose and uh, and we'll kick it around here. Uh, good good issue. I mean, uh, it's been brought up from time to time. There is a procedure in the New York New York state in the federal constitution for doing just that for creating a new state it's it's maybe my most fun political topic to talk about no way the answer is the answer is no i don't think there's any chance it'll happen but well, I, I don't either, but still, as yeah. you say, a fun political topic to talk about. Sure. Right? I, I mean, when we talk about the, the fact that even if you split it off at the island, right, that, that the, an upstate New York state would be one of the biggest states in the country with one of the bigger budgets in the country. Um, we th- would matter in presidential elections. We would matter We'd in presidential elections. We'd have electoral votes, and they wouldn't be automatic Democratic. Correct, correct. Um, you know the, the the tricky part here is, and we last time I was here we talked about it. Uh, it it's the interconnectivity between upstate resources and downstate money. Yeah, what people don't realize is that the money that funds New York State and much of it comes up our way yeah. uh, emanates from New York City. It's All right these off Wall, Wall Street, Street transactions yeah. and traders and the big bonuses they get. Yep. That uh, m- much of that ends up here. Of course, so do you know the the counter argument is so do m- many of the regulations. You know, there'd be a lot more autonomy. There'd be a lot more freedom, a lot less restrictions on on upstate governments, and maybe you could do more with less. I think that you could figure this out if there was truly a political will to do it. And you, you know, uh, ten years ago, I was in Rochester covering Joe Robach, uh, the senator who's been there for a very long time, the state senator, uh, putting out this this bill then. And I, I think every couple of years you see a, a different version of this bill come back up in the legislature. So if they really wanted to take it on, they could. So, so are you saying that these calls that that, that bill by Robach back back then was just a political stunt to try to get some get his name out and get the, get some votes? I think that the people that politicians would do that. I think that the people who bring this bill probably would vote for it if everybody else would. They 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 probably are generally generally like the idea of splitting up the state, but. Ge- 
mostly, I think, when this bill is brought before the legislature, by whoever it's brought before, it is to reignite a conversation more about the differences between upstate and New York City than to actually legitimately split it up into two states. That was an interesting discussion. We want to thank Chris from Chictawaga for putting that on our plate. Listen, here's uh, here's the way the rest of the show is going to go. In about 30 seconds, we got to kick it over to Alan Harris in the news uh, booth for the uh, morning news. Uh, then when we come back, uh, Ryan Whalen from uh, Spectrum News' uh, Capital Tonight is still going to be here with me. We'll be joined live in studio by Ralph Larigo. Ralph is the Erie County Conservative Party chair. Also, an upstate organizer for the Working Families Party, Jesse Lenny, will be with us. And, you know, we think they perhaps started all this with their endorsement of Cynthia Nixon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.